0: Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Here we go. Be part of the show at KramerSays.com. Better hold on Direct on Twitter at KramerSEZ. Free speech, now, babies. Kramer Says. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Monday, October 24th. Let's get right into it, shall we? Are you ready for the bad news? You want some bad news? Okay, here we go. It's only October and in the mostly Democrat-run America Northeast, heating oil, yeah, that's the things that, uh, that keeps people warm, heating oil is already being rationed. This article from John Nolte out of Breitbart. Rationing in America. We have natural resources so vast in this country, he says, enough to power America for hundreds of years. And we're not only rationing oil, but we're importing it from other nations. In fact, nations that are our enemies. That at any other point in our history, we would be saying, yeah, we, we, we probably don't want to deal with these guys. But they've got oil, so we're too stupid to pump our own. Our president, this administration, Democrats, too fucking stupid to, put, to, to pump our own oil. so we're going hat in hand begging other nations for their oil when we have those resources here. Story continues. And the only reason this is happening is because Democrats, Democrats want it to happen. If the rationing is not bad enough, how about the average wholesale cost for a gallon of heating oil? It's now 409 compared to 246 a year ago. And that's the wholesale price, so we're all going to be paying a lot more. How big is your tank? Before I switch to natural gas, again, this is John Nolte from Breitbart talking here. Before I switched to natural gas, mine was 500 gallons, $2,000 plus to fill my tank. Sheesh. And all because Joe Biden, extremist Democrats, and the fake media want you to believe climate change is real when the truth is that it's a big, fat hoax. What we've seen over the last two years, folks, and in fact, what we've seen for the last 12, 15, 20 years is Democrats keep they continue to tell you that there's some kind of emergency and that their policies are the only solutions. That if you just give them power, they'll fix it. How's that going for you so far? Do you think that things are better than they were two years ago? Reagan asked that question right in the uh, the Carter Reagan uh, debates. How are you right now? How are you doing right now? Are you better off right now than you were four years ago? Well, we haven't even made it four years. Let me ask you this: Are you better right now than you were six months ago? That's how bad it is in Joe's America. The U.S. Northeast is uh, the new the new. Uh, get this again: <laughs> the U.S. Northeast is so short on heating oil that the fuel used to power home furnaces is being rationed before winter even starts. Yeah, let that sink in. We haven't even gotten to the worst part of the year, and they're already—they're already rationing fuel. The U.S. Northeast is so short on heating oil. Again, this story coming from uh, John Nolte from Breitbart. The U.S. Northeast is so short on heating oil that the fuel used to power home furnaces is being rationed even before the start of winter. Some wholesalers in Connecticut are putting retailers on allocation, meaning that they can only get a limited amount of fuel based on availability, according to Chris Herb, president for the Connecticut Energy Marketers Association, which represents around 600 family-owned retailers in the state. Now, these retailers, they're being rationed. What do you think that they're doing with the others? Do you think that they're? Do you think that they're rationing as well? Well, of course they are. They have to. If they're getting rationed, then they have to rush it, ration their clients. The story continues. In addition to the scarcity, there's also the cost. Wholesale heating oil in New York Harbor averaged 409 a gallon on Thursday, compared with 246 at the same time a year ago. Now, this data coming from the price reporting agency, Argus Media. Uh, For the wholesaler, that means it costs about uh, $1,125 to fill up a 275-gallon heating oil tank. The typical size used in many homes. But consumers will pay well over that figure after markups by the wholesaler and the retailer. So that Lodo price that you're hearing at $409 a gallon, no, that's the wholesale price. You're probably going to pay closer to somewhere around $6 a gallon. Democrats are refusing, by choice, not to deliver the basics. In California, and Democrat-run cities like Jackson, Mississippi, Democrats can't even get enough water to the residents. The Northeast can't get enough heating oil. And the whole country still can't get enough baby formula. If you don't think this is by design, folks, if you don't think that this is what's happening, um, what's happening currently around the country isn't being done by design, you're being childlessly naive. you got to open your eyes. In America, Democrats cannot deliver enough energy, food, or water. The basics, just the basic staples they cannot deliver on their watch. And they're doing it by choice because these are the smartest people on the face of the planet. They're not dumb. They've all gone to the best universities, the best colleges. They're the top of their class. We've we've got them in place because they're, they're supposed to be the brightest. So either they're inept at their job they're stupid, they don't know how to do what they're doing, or what's happening is happening by design. That's the only thing that makes sense. There's no in-between. Either they're incapable, or they're doing this on purpose. The story from John Nolte and Breitbart continues. And what is his fraudulency doing while the Northeast rations heating oil? Parents with newborns worry about their children starving? The California enters another year of water rationing because the state refuses to build reservoirs and desalination plants? Well, of course, Joe's sitting with cross-dressers lobbying for the right of children. Children, cross-dressers coming in saying, Joe, we've got to give children the right to do what I'm doing. Now, I made this choice at 18. I'm an adult, but we had to lower that range and let little kids decide when they're going to chop off their boobies or chop off their peenie or all that kind of stuff. Those are the kind of conversations that our current leaders having in the White House. A cross-dresser came in, a tranny came in, and set with him. Now, can you get a meeting with the president to talk about how you can't afford the things in your daily life? You can't afford your rent. You can't afford gas. You can't afford uh, groceries. Taxes are going up. Services are, go- are, are being non-existent. Yet, Joe's got time to meet with trannies to talk about how important, you know, children being able to mutilate their bodies are. Because they're so oppressed. In fact... Joe Biden says, this is coming from a Twitter report from the RNC Research on Twitter. Joe Biden says it's wrong for states to ban sex assignment surgery and puberty blockers for kids. Let's, uh, let's see what the, uh, the tranny has to say in this interview here. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that. As a moral question and as a legal question. Okay, Joe, I don't care what the fuck you talk about. Moral? Your, your son's a pedophile and a drug addict, lies on forms about guns, doesn't pay his taxes, is a lobbyist for the richest people on the planet, yet, yet you're going to talk about morality? I just think it's wrong. Yeah, that's the only thing he thinks is wrong. The article continues. Again, this is from John Nolte from Breitbart today. Meanwhile, as American citizens and legal immigrants deal with the scarcity of life-sustaining basics... Democrats are flooding the country with millions of illegal aliens, who only worsen these scarcity issues. Only groomers and morons vote Democrat. John, I gotta agree with you, buddy. You're spot on. You are spot on, and it's getting worse, folks. The economy is tanking. If if you think that we're getting back to the to the days of, um, you think we're getting back to the days of 2019 anytime soon with this leadership in place? Again, you're being childishly naive. It's time to wake up. Put the big boy glasses on. We're not even worried about pants anymore. We need you to put your glasses on to see what cl- is clearly happening. The big boy glasses need to be put on so you can see what's happening in this country. Let's look around the country. In fact, John Fetterman, what a train wreck! He votes to release criminals, and and what do Carl uh, Rove and his buddies do? Those Republicans, you know, the rhinos. What do they do? They come in and, and support. The, uh, you know, the the hardcore uh, uh, conservative? No, they don't. No, they back Shapiro, the Democrat, saying that, well, he's not as bad as Fetterman is. They're not saying how good the Republican candidate is. They're saying how, well, the, the, the the other Democrat isn't nearly as bad as Fetterman, which opens the door. Read the article. This comes from the Gateway Pundit. Karl Rove's American Crossroads PAC is running a new ad supportive of Josh Shapiro, not as radical as Fetterman, that's in quotes, to thwart Doug Mastriano, the, the Doug Mastriano campaign. There are rhinos in our ranks that do not want Trump, Trump supporters, or anybody who's looking for uh, conserv- real conservative values. They don't want those kind of candidates in place. That's a threat to them. Because true conservatives... See right through what they've been doing and how they've been lying to us for years. Karl Rove, this is not the first time he's done this. In the spring, he put forward a campaign against a, uh, a, a, a candidate where they got the ex-wife of the candidate to lie, to go to the police and lie. That's the kind of games that Karl Rove plays. For all of you rhinos out there that are still in love with the old Republican guard, that's the way that they play the game against their own. They're not doing that to Democrats. They're doing that to fellow Republicans, fellow conservatives, supposedly. But they don't care. They would rather put a Democrat in office that they can control than a person in office they can't. They learned their lesson with Trump. They cannot do it with another Trump in office. And they don't want that at the state level. They've got enough problem with Trump at the national level. They do not need a bunch of little Trumps around the country. So what are they, what are they doing? They're doing everything that they can to keep conservative Populist people out of office. They want their cronies in there, people that they can control. The article continues. It's no secret that Karl Rove and the Bush and Cheney families are anti-Trump. These establishment rhinos are outraged that conservative and populist voters no longer support their open border, pro-amnesty, globalist, endless war agenda. Today's GOP voters support Trump and his populist agenda. This brings us to the latest ad released by American Crossroads PAC, an organization linked to Karl Rove and the Bushes. The new ad is an attack on Pennsylvania Senate candidate John Fetterman. But the ad also props up Democrat gubernatorial candidate Josh Shapiro. Shapiro is running against Trump endorsed candidate Doug Mastriano. Now, we've got two races here. And instead of saying Fetterman's bad... They say Shapiro's not as bad. Completely different race. Has nothing to do with the Senate race with um, with Oz and Fetterman. Two totally separate races. Why would Carl Rove and his group do this? Well, it's to put a chink in the armor or a kink in the armor or whatever you want to call it in the side of Mastriano. They're trying to show him that they're still the bosses, that they will tell you what goes on in the state. Apparently, it's important to American Crossroads to... Put in a good word for Democrat Shapiro in his race against Trump endorsed Mastriano. They are rooting for a Democrat now to stop the Trump movement. This is from Kathy Barnett, her Twitter account. Have y'all seen this new Republican pack commercial that says Shapiro is not as bad as Fetterman? Yeah, that just happened. But carry on. American Crossroads is not the is not the friend. They are for the old guard. They are the conservative or the GOP version. Those that belong to the world economic form. Those that align with, they want to bring forward a one world government. And again, it sounds crazy when I say it out loud. My dad used to preach about this stuff. He was a minister, an evangelical. He preached about it. And I go, oh, dad, that's not going to happen. Not in this country. That'll never happen. Well, we're here, folks. We're here. I was wrong. My dad was Right. They, they do want a one-world government. And we've got people in this country that are working to make that happen. Carl Rove and his group is part of it. Here's the ad that they just ran against Fetterman, but gave a plug to, uh, to Shapiro saying, well, he's not as bad as Fetterman. Fetterman is running for Senate. Shapiro's running against uh, the conservative, Mastriano, for governor. Makes no sense whatsoever, folks. I'm actually a Democrat. I'm running on my record on crime. He's running on his record on crime. Listen, crime. Listen to what this is. Listen to what his record on crime is. Listen closely. Twitter's taking a bit of a shit today. Not playing the videos it's supposed to. Here we go. Let's try this again. Let's go all the way to the beginning. Let's hear it from the beginning, folks. Let's just let's just refresh this, and we'll go all the way to the beginning. These technical issues never stop us. Haven't stopped us so far. Let's uh, let's see what we've got here. I'm actually a Democrat. I'm running on my record on crime john fetterman's record on crime is crazy he's not like most democrats dozens of times he was the only vote to pardon criminals 225 times josh shapiro voted against the criminals but fetterman voted to release them okay i'm going to tell you again shapiro and fetterman are in two separate races they have nothing to do with each other other than they're both democrats Shapiro is running against Mastriano for governor. Fetterman's running against Oz for Senate. They have nothing to do with each other. They only did this to put a feather in the cap for Shapiro uh, against Mastriano because they do not want him in office. This This is Republicans hitting Republicans. It is a Republican on Republican crime. We'll pick it back up again. Josh Shapiro voted against the criminals. But Fetterman voted to release them. That's nuts. Fetterman's way more radical than Shapiro. What's wrong with this guy? American Crossroads is responsible for the content of this advertising. There you go. Why would Carl Rove and his, his minions go in and make a hit piece against Mastriano by proxy? By saying that Shapiro's a better candidate. Than Fetterman, they're not running for the same office, folks. You, you, you think that Republicans are working for you? Karl Rove and his group aren't. The Bushes, the Cheneys aren't. They stand against everything that you stand for. They're the old guard. And they don't like being pushed to the side because they've been, they've been in control for so long. They don't want us coming up behind them and finding out what they've done. And so they're fighting with everything that they've got. And it won't stop. It'll continue. It'll continue going. It'll never fucking stop until we stop them, until they're voted out, until they're gone. It'll never stop. And what will end up happening? Well, more of what's going on right now. More violence in the streets. Do you feel safe where you are? I asked my wife and some friends the other day. They were talking about going down to downtown Indianapolis. And I said, do you feel safe walking? And they go, we don't go downtown anymore. We're the money, folks. We're the ones who go down and spend dollars in downtown Indianapolis on dinners and shopping. And when we don't go downtown anymore, and we're not alone, when we don't go downtown, it stops the spending downtown. And people get fired and people get laid off. And then we've got the decay in our inner city that we had back in the 70s in this town. Where downtown Indianapolis looked like a piece of shit. It's returning there. The violence is returning. Starbucks just removed their store off of the circle in Indianapolis. The circle in downtown Indianapolis is, um, it's, the, it's the hub of the, of the city. Um, it's where four streets come together, four the meridians come together that uh, the, separate the, the county and so on. And that's, it's a circle. All the buildings are, are built around it. They're in a circle. Uh, and, and it's an iconic place in the state of Indiana. And it's not safe enough for Starbucks to feel that they can have a store there on the circle Six blocks away from the Capitol building. Not even that I, 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 two blocks, three blocks from the from the Capitol building. That's how unsafe they think it is in downtown Indianapolis. And what is downtown Indianapolis run by? Well Democrats. It's right. yep, Indiana may be a red state, but it, Indianapolis is a blue city's blue gets and the roads are shit. You can tell when you go into Marion County. Marion County's a track it's, it's a train wreck. The roads suck, potholes everywhere. You can tell when you go into the outlying counties, it changes instantly. And it's this kind of thing right here, folks, that's, that's laying the groundwork for what we're seeing now. From Gateway Pundit, violent leftists brutally attack Marco Rubio canvasser. Animals, four animals, beat him, try to kill him, causing internal bleeding and a broken, broken jaw. Why? Because they don't believe what he believes. Joe Biden gave them permission. He said that us MAGA people, that we're a threat to the nation. We're a threat to democracy. Meanwhile, this young man sits in a a hospital, lies in a hospital with broken bones, internal bleeding, broken jaw. Because he's a threat. He's the threat. They're pointing the finger. They're doing the same exact thing to us that they did to the Jews in Nazi Germany. It's no different, folks. Look at them. They beat them in the streets. And then they say that they're the problem, that they're the danger. The people getting beat aren't the problem. The people doing the beating are the problem. The bullies are the problem. Story reads, four animals brutally attacked a Marco Rubio canvasser last night. The violent leftist broke the man's jaw and caused internal bleeding. The Republican canvasser will need reconstructive surgery to repair the damage. Now think about that. You think that you're just going out to work for a campaign or a candidate that you like. And you get the shit kicked out of you because somebody doesn't agree with your side. They don't agree with your ideology. Yet we're the fascists. The brown shirts did this, folks, and it was approved of from the top down. Joe Biden said to the American public go get them. They're a threat to you and your lifestyle. You have my permission, they're a threat. There's no fucking dog whistle there. He said it out blank. He said that MAGA, now he's using mega MAGA, that MAGA people, which by the way, stands for make America great again. It's not going to lock you up in chains. It's not, hey, if, 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 if you don't believe with me, you must not be black. No, we're saying that everybody's equal. We just want to make America great. But what does Joe do? Joe does just the opposite. He says that you're a threat to democracy if you don't believe what he believes, if you don't want your children being taught that they're victims because of their skin color or that they're oppressors because of their skin color, things that they can't help. If, if, if you think that you're good with us, if you don't, you're a threat to our democracy. Sounds to me like if you change the verbiage, if you don't believe in slavery, then you're against America. That's what they're saying. Gateway Pundit article continues. The young Rubio worker was wearing a Rubio hat and DeSantis T-shirt. Pray for our country. Pray for these leftist animals. It's amazing, folks. This is, the, this is the Joe Biden America. It's not getting any better. It's getting worse. And now we're coming back around. <laughs> we're coming back around to, to, to COVID and the flu season. And we'll get into that here in a minute. That The deaths continue from the last round. The COVID deaths have stopped, but the vaccine harm deaths have just begun. We'll get into that here in a moment. This is Joe Biden. He's talking about what he inherited from Trump, that Trump left him such a bad situation. Well, Joe, you said you had the solution. You and your party, you and your minions said he's bad. We've got the solution. You're two years in. You haven't done shit yet. In a speech today, he went off and talked about how Republicans, if they get power back, they're going to start this spending and they're going to do deficits, deficits and so on. Well, Joe, you just spent $1.9 trillion. You just added two trillion dollars to debt of debt to the to the to the bottom line. And we're supposed to take you seriously that Republicans are going to do something worse than you just did. I'll take my chances. This is Joe Biden mumbling and fumbling at his speech yesterday? Let's go back and see what we inherited from Trump and the mega Republicans. And there he goes. What we inherited from Trump and the mega Republicans. Yep. Yep. He has no idea what the fuck is going on around him. We all know that he has dementia. He's senile as fuck. The world knows it. That's why what's going on is going on. Let me remind you that it was under Obama. It was under Obama that Russia went into the Crimea. Didn't happen for four years. Russia did not make a move on Trump at all. Trump even put harsh restrictions on Russia. He told the Germans what was going to happen if they got in bed with Russian fuel, Russian oil. Now they're paying the price. But Joe thinks that, that it's, it's, it's Trump's problem, and it's MAGA, it's MAGA Republicans' problem, that we're causing the problems. We're going to be the one to solve it. I can guarantee you that. Dementia Joe continues. And there's still some of them there. But this is a different breed of cat, this Mega MAGA Republican group. I really mean it. I'll bet you do. Mega, mega. As soon as he says, I really, I really mean it. That means he's forgotten what he was saying earlier. Joe's lost it. You and I both know it. It's, it, it. What we have going on in this country, folks, is terrible. I don't have to tell you that. But I have to remind you on a daily basis that you have a choice. You don't have to live this way. You've got to vote for candidates that are working for you. Those who go in and do the job every day and don't have side hustles with lobbyists and special interest group groups for education or manufacturing or something else. No, they're actually working for you, the people. Yeah. But, of course, this is what I was told. When I, I used to work with the, uh, the Indiana State Republican Party. I worked with them for 15 years. We handled all of their media, all the commercials you saw or you heard on radio and TV, lots of websites, tons of graphics that were done over the last 15 years in the state of Indiana. In fact, around the, the Midwest. Uh, our group was responsible for handling. And no, we we spoke out of turn. We we lost that business because we went up against Eric Holcomb in the lockdowns. You don't have free you don't have free speech, folks. Not with politicians. Because when I when I exercised my free speech rights against Eric Holcomb, the state party came in and fired me. I said, no, you can't you can't speak out. You're harming the governor. You harm his chances to get elected again. Well, what, what about the jobs that are being lost and the, the families that are being destroyed and the, the homes and, and everything that's, that's being torn apart by these shutdowns? Do not question the governor, Mr. Kramer. I'm the wrong person to tell that to. I'm the guy that gets pissed off and goes out and gets a louder bullhorn and a bigger voice and makes my voice even louder than it was before. And so that's what I've done now. With Kramer says social, you can't kick me off social media. I'll build my own. If you haven't been there, by the way, you can go now, get yourself signed up, Kramer says.com or Kramer says social.com. Get in there and get yourself some uh, free speech. Here's another issue we've got going on in this country right now Democrats who say that their solutions are the way forward, but they refuse to debate to prove to the people that they're asking for their vote. To prove to them that, yeah, I've really got the solutions. Joe didn't do it. Joe was in his little circles, remember? He wasn't answering questions. Katie Hobbs and all of these other candidates are doing the exact same thing. Another story from the Gateway Pundit. Why don't Democrats debate? America's first Republicans like Kerry Lake, PA gubernatorial candidate Doug Mastriano reveals Josh Shapiro also refuses to debate. Last week on an episode of TimCast IRL, Tim Poole sat down with Pennsylvania gubernatorial candidate, retired Army colonel and Pennsylvania Senator Doug Mastriano. Mastriano claimed that his opponent refuses to debate him. His opponent, of course, is Josh Shapiro, the current AG of Pennsylvania, who fought to block an investigation into election fraud and claimed before the 2020 election, if all the votes are added up in PA, Trump is going to lose. Yeah. We're supposed to trust them. They refuse to debate, folks. They do, there's no transparency in this new Democrat party. They are acting as if they are dictators already. If they will not debate now, if they will not answer the public now, what do you think is going to happen once they get power? Do you think that they'll all of a sudden go, hey, you know what? I, that was a campaign season, babies. We're going to come forward and we're going to, we're going to, we're now going to be open and transparent. Do you think that that's going to happen? Do you think they're going to come to their wits and go, hey, the American people don't like this anymore? No, they will double down. That's what they do. It's gotten worse. I, I've lost so much faith in so many people. And I hope to God that Mastrione and the rest of these guys that are coming in, Kerry Lake, for example, that they actually deliver on what the promises that they're making. Because if they don't, we're in a world of hurt. We really are. This was another thing that happened today. Uh, Biden regime sets to warn about threats to nation's election infrastructure ahead of midterms, including China, Russia, and non-state actors. So two weeks out from the election, they're already put out in the, in the media, hey, if something goofy happens where there are elections, it's the Chinese, it's the Russians, it's not us. It's the Chinese and the Russians. And if those Republicans win, guess who it was? Guess who put them in power? Yeah, that happened today. The Biden regime is set to warn Americans about the threats to the nation's election infrastructure later this week ahead of the 2022 midterm elections. The Intelligence Bulletin will lay out details of cyber threats posed by China, Russia, and other n- non-state actors, and potential physical threats to election officers or officials in jurisdictions across the country. They're saying that there's threats against people, election officials, and so on. Now, let me let me let me explain something here, folks. Um. We can, um, we can have a, 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 what do you call it, a, a lottery in this country. And the lottery runs on, let's say, a Wednesday or Saturday night. Millions of tickets sold. Millions. And not only can the lottery system tell us how many tickets were sold, how much money's in the bank, but they can also tell us who won and at what store they bought that ticket. And you're telling me that we can't secure our elections the same way? When's the last time you heard of somebody cheating the the lottery, making money from the lottery? That's another state-run property. We don't seem to have any problems with security there. And when we do, they take care of it fairly quickly. But when it comes to our elections, well, that's a box you can't look into. No, if you look in there and you see stuff, well, that makes you a threat to democracy. And so where are we at? we're, We're where we are right now, where nobody trusts the elections. This is from Disclosed TV. Just in, Biden and men set to warn about threats to nation's election infrastructure ahead of midterms. An intelligence bulletin is slated to be issued this week, political reports. Top Biden and um, national security officials are tracking multiple threats to the nation's election security infrastructure ahead of the midterms and are set to issue warnings, including an internal intelligence bulletin this week, according to two people familiar with the matter. This is coming again from the Gateway Pundit, Jim Hoft, reporting. The bulletin will lay out details of cyber threats posed by China and Russia, as well as other non-state actors and potential physical threats to election officials in jurisdictions across the country. Now, what they've said here is, hey, look at this. There's all these potentials. Look at this. So if any of these happen, they can go, well, see, we told you. I don't know of anybody who has any intentions of harming elections officials. I will remind you, though, that it was a Democrat who lost their bid in Las Vegas who killed the reporter who broke information about that Democrat. Did you hear about that? Yeah, if you haven't, go look it up. Democrat running for office in the city of Las Vegas got upset because he lost his primary because the reporting of a local reporter tracked him down, went to his home and shot and killed him. Not hearing much about that on the news, right? That's another official killed by a Democrat. You don't hear about those folks. What you hear is about the crazies, that they, they can't really nail down who he is or what party he belongs to. So he's, he's always a Republican. But the people who went out specifically, this candidate went out specifically to kill the reporter. That was the intention. Now he says that it was a big mistake and he wish he hadn't done it, but it doesn't change anything, does it? The warnings come as the midterm elections near and amid increasing reports of intimidation at ballot box drop off boxes. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to read this again. Amid increasing reports of intimidation at ballot drop off boxes. The drop boxes, folks, if you sit in your car and you're watching people drop stuff off, it's only intimidating to the criminals. No one else should be intimidated by the fact that someone's watching to make sure that it's a secure drop box, that nobody's doing anything illegal there. But they say that that's intimidation, that they feel intimidated. you know why? Because they, they can't do exactly what they want. They don't have autonomy. Somebody's watching them. They don't like that. They like watching you, but they don't like to be watched. The Department of Justice is set to address several malign influence schemes and alleged criminal activity by non-state actors in a press conference Monday. It's already happened. It's unclear if this, this announcement and the intelligence bulletin warnings are connected. Now, what they talked about this morning was what Russia was doing, um, that there was a bunch of bad actors. They had seized a $90 million uh, yacht. They were super proud about that. What they're, what they're telling you is that if you step out of line with the U.S. government... We don't care who you are, how rich you are, where you are on the planet. We will come take your shit and shut you down. Now, they're doing that to people around the planet. The only reason they can't do it here. I think it's best that it comes from this meme. The meme is perfect. Look at how badly they're treating you right now. Calling you all kinds of names. You're racists. You're xenophobes. You're misogynists. All of these names they call you. And they know you have guns. They know that you're armed. They know that you can protect yourself. And they still do this. Imagine how they'd treat you if you didn't have arms. If you didn't have guns. Imagine how bad that would get. Yeah. Moving on. Will and Graystar, Leslie Jordan, dead at 67 after suffering a medical emergency and crashing his BMW into a building. Willing Gray star Leslie Jordan died after he crashed his car into a building in Hollywood on Monday. The second one in six weeks. And Heche happened just a few weeks ago. According to TMZ, Leslie Jordan suffered a medical emergency, in air quotes, before he crashed his BMW into a building on Hol- in Hollywood. LAPD said the accident happened at around 9.30 a.m. at Cuyahoga Boulevard and Romaine Street. Leslie Jordan, this is coming from TMC. Leslie Jordan, the beloved actor and comedian, has died. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ Jordan was driving in Hollywood Monday morning when it was suspected he suffered some sort of medical emergency. I wonder what the fuck that could have been. And crashed his BMW into the side of a building. uh, LJ became a social media sensation during the pandemic with his silly video post helping him skyrocket from about 80,000 Instagram followers to a whopping 5.8 million. He told us on TMZ Live his secret was just being himself, a silly, funny, goofy, happy-go-lucky senior citizen. uh, Following his viral pandemic fame, Leslie appeared on CNN's New Year's Eve 2021 countdown, ringing in 2022 with Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. Leslie Jordan posted a video of himself singing on his Instagram account on Sunday. 24 hours later, he suffered this medical emergency and died in the car crash. Mm Mm-hmm. Wonder what that could have been. Let's go to this story here. This will probably get you fired up as well. WWE Hall of Famer Kevin Nash reveals his 26-year-old son died from a cardiac arrest. We've been warning you folks. We've been saying it. We've been saying it for two years. This is what we expected. At what point does the left finally start to realize that they were lied to. That they were all given thalidomide. For those of you who don't know that, that was a drug given to pregnant women back in the 60s that would help them with their morning sickness. It deformed their, it deformed their children. Gave them flippers. No arms, no legs. But it was, it was FDA approved until it wasn't. Those people who lied about that are the same ones lying now. Pfizer, if you don't know, has already had the largest fine for lying to officials in world history to over $2 billion. But don't worry about that. They're probably telling you the truth here. Story goes on. Wrestling icon Kevin Nash spoke with his son's, unt- about his son's untimely death on Monday, revealing that Tristan, 26, died after, ha- after having a seizure in his bedroom and going into cardiac arrest. On Thursday, Sean Ross Sapp revealed that the, the news that Tristan Nash had died suddenly, the cause of death, was not revealed at the time. Huh. 26 years old. I wonder what it could have been. On behalf of Kevin and Tomorrow Nash, I have, unf- I have to unfortunately report that their son Tristan Nash has tragically passed away at the age of 26. The statement reads, Tristan recently started working on Kevin's new podcast and the two enjoyed their time together. The Nash family asked if you could please respect their privacy during this time. I would like to ask one question. Oh, we know the answer. I think we can move on. Folks, we're here. We are here. What we've been talking about what we've been concerned about for the last two years, we're finally here. If you don't realize it, if your eyes aren't awakened, if, if they're not open to what's going on and you're not seeing everything for what it is, then you might as well go ahead and put your, your head back in the sand and say nothing's ever going to happen. Because you're, the not, you're not the right person for what happens next. The reason that I built Kramer Says is simple. We need a voice. These broadcasts have to continue. You have to be made aware of what's happening around the planet, that you don't have time in your daily life to take care of. You get up in the morning, get your cup of coffee, get your Coke, whatever you're going to drink, take it with you, head on into the office, head off to the job site, and that's what you're concerned about for eight to ten hours a day. Our job is to make sure that you get the information that you need and also give you the ability to share it. So it's not just me giving these podcasts and reading off stories that you don't have time to read. It's building, Kramer says, an infrastructure that allows you to have free speech. We think that we're going to see huge growth in the next three weeks. Because as soon as these elections happen, if they allow them to happen, the left will not allow these social media platforms to give us the opportunity to brag about winning. Nope. They will become the election deniers that we cheated never taking into consideration that the economy shit and everything else is going on. Nope, nope, they cheated. Those Republicans cheated. They did exactly what they said we've been doing. That's what'll happen. Or we won't have the elections at all. Those are the two options. I don't think we're going to have them. I just don't, I'll reiterate again. I don't think we're going to have them. And, and the closer we get, the more I think that that's the case. I may be wrong. And if I am, I've got a bunch of bets I got to pay off. People that I bet money on this stuff, I hope to God that I'm wrong. I ha- I hope to God that I have to pay these these um these bets off. I hope that our nation can move forward, but I just don't think that that's going to be the case. I think that we're going to be in a world of hurt between now and two weeks, definitely between now and the beginning of the year. They are going to burn this country down and then say, look, look at what the look at what the the Republicans have done. They're going to saddle us with spending, 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 and then say, look. Look at the state of the the, the country right now with the Republicans. They will never take responsibility for what they're doing. They'll say that it's all us. You got to get out and vote. That's it. That's all we have available to us right now. Voting is what we have. Because if we don't vote, we've only got one other option, people. And that one other option, I don't like it, I think, anybody, any better than anybody else does. I do not want to see fighting in the streets. I do not want to see... Uh, Our nation rioting like it did in 2020, but in every city where it's brother against brother, because that's where we've gotten in this country. Families have been torn apart over the last two years over COVID. The politics didn't help. But now we're in a position where people, they've painted themselves into a corner. They can't do the right thing because they've already said the right thing is the wrong thing to do. And if you question them, you're a threat to democracy. So they have to double down now. So will we have the elections? My book, not likely. I hope we do. I hope it's fair. Fair. I hope it's free. I hope it's open to where everybody accepts it and goes, yep, you know what? We saw what happened there. We all agree. Sadly, I don't think that will happen that way. So with that being said, make sure to get out and vote. Get involved. Record everything. If you're out and about and you're working on the elections or you're at the elections and you see something weird, record it. Send it over to KramerSays.com. Get an account. Put it up there. It will not be taken down. Not like these other social media platforms. We're free speech. You want free speech? We got it by the bucket load. Get yourself an account at KramerSays.com. C-R-A-M-E-R-S-E-Z. The nine letters that give you freedom. C-R-A-M-E-R-S-E-Z.com. Get yourself an account over there and get yourself some freedom. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Monday, October 24th. We'll be back tomorrow or as soon as we can. See you then. Get more at KramerSays.com. Kramersez.com. zcom